What's up, everybody? Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, this episode is with my friend Gianna. She lives up in New York City. Uh, we've been friends on Instagram for probably about two or three years now. Uh, we've done a bunch of Instagram lives together. Uh, she is just an awesome spirit. Um, she's an indigo child, an empath. Um, she is wise beyond her years. Uh, so I've just really enjoyed connecting with her and the different conversations that we've had. And um, I think that you guys will enjoy this episode too. We had a little bit of technical difficulties <laughs> at the beginning, but we rearranged things a little bit. It doesn't last, last too long. Um, so just bear with us if, if there's some cutting out. Uh, I'm going to try to edit it down nice and pretty, make it nice and pretty here. So, And I just wanted to say thanks again to everyone who's been reaching out. Uh, we have been getting listens on this podcast from all over the world, Australia, um, the UK, Spain, Canada, all over the United States. So I don't know how you guys are finding this podcast, but thank you for listening. And feel free to share. Any, if you Instagram is really where I live. So if you... Um, like this podcast, please tell a friend or feel free to share it on Instagram and then I'll share it out to my people as well and uh, give you a shout out. So thank you guys so much. I hope you have a great day. If you want to connect with Gia, it's Indiflow. It's at I-N-D-I-F-L-O underscore Gia on Instagram. Thank you guys so much and enjoy this episode. Gianna, how are you? I'm good, Wes. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for joining me. Of course. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so the first part of this podcast, this is just how I am, is I always like to tell the people that I'm talking to how much I love and appreciate them um, <laughs> because, uh, I, because I do. And, I, and just to give people a little bit of background, because you and I, we've done a couple of like Instagram lives before and and stuff like yeah. that, but, um, I met you around the time that, uh, it was probably two or three years ago and I was really getting into law of attraction and diving into my own spirituality. And I think I found you through just the hashtag law of attraction and there was a video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> you, you had a video of, um, you talking about the law of attraction and so, and you had some, a few other like spiritual teaching videos. And, um, then I found out like that you were really, really young and I was like, or not really, really young, but that you were much younger than me. And I was like, wow. Pretty like, young, yeah. <laughs> say what? Pretty young. Yeah. At the time, especially even now I'm still really young, but I think, um, you know, old souls definitely realize as soon as they start their awakening that there's so much more than what meets the eye and that you know with a little few tips and tricks you could pretty much manifest anything that you want in literally no time <laughs> yes yes so that's what I thought was so interesting was like you were talking about some of these concepts and ideas and different things about spirituality that I had just started to figure out when I was you know 34 or 35 and here you are, 18, 19, and you're talking about these really um, deep concepts. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and I love it. So, 
we're both going through some major transformations at the moment. I don't know how much you want to talk about that, but I definitely do think that we're kind of unraveling the layer of self-discovery right now, which is actually perfect timing, believe it or not, because we have so much time being condemned in quarantine that we really have nothing other to do than to kind of sit with ourselves and process our thoughts, whether we want to or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I have talked about that a little bit on this podcast is, um, you know, I'm, I, over the last six months, I started a new job. Um, I have stopped doing my business that I was doing, um, for the last four and a half years prior to that. And, um, I just, uh, left a relationship that I had been in for a really long time, like 10 plus years. So, um, Mm -hmm. It's definitely a time of, you know, all that I've really been doing. You can't escape, you can't escape your thoughts, you know? (laughs) Yes, definitely not. I've tried too many a time to have built. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so before we get too much into that, how are, uh, you're, you live in New York City, right? I do. How are, what's it like up there? Is it pretty crazy right now or has it been crazy? I mean, you know, we definitely experienced some of the highest mortality rate because of this, you know, virus. And it's definitely been interesting because there are so many people here that it's kind of hard not to leave the house. It's hard not to want to go outside. And, you know, at the same time, I think it's important to recognize that we each have such a vital role to play in this spread. And we should try to do our best to stay inside. And that's why I think this is a good time to take up any, like, spiritual work that you've been postponing or whatnot but you know I've been working still I'm not completely locked in my house but you know that's kind of mandatory otherwise I'd be (laughs) you know doing my thing inside all day but you know your girl's got to make money (laughs) yeah yeah you do it's a really good time to take up some online online businesses you know get that going I've also been working on um a crystal business I, I just posted it on my story actually I'm making, like, little crystal bags, uh, law of attraction bags, actually. Some crystals in particular, um, you know, heighten the frequency at which would attract things such as love, you know, energetic healing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I really, um, so same, I'm working and I'm working from home, but um, there's a lot of time to fill and a lot of space to fill, it, it feels like. And I've been going on these super long walks. Like sometimes I'll walk for two hours um, just around my neighborhood. And there's a park over here near me. And um, uh, it's been really, uh, it, it's really just caused me to dive deep. I've, I've, I've done a couple of workshops, online workshops, and I've been doing reading and stuff like that. But it's really just uh, kind of helped me go back inward and ask myself, what is it that I really want? in life. And, um, you know, you said it before I hit record, like, as soon as you think that you have things figured out, like there's so there's more to figure out. <laughs> so much more. It's trending. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's like, it, it's a project that you'll never be able to finish in one lifetime. But I mean, you could try to get as much as you can done, but it definitely takes a lot of work and there's a lot of uh, shadow work involved. Sometimes, you know, we think it's all sunshine and rainbows, but it's not, That's, yes, you're exactly right. And that's something that I've been trying to embrace a little bit more, um, that 
I tend to, in the past, I tend, I used to, and, and I still do something that I'm working on is I will choose to only look at the positive things and the things that make me happy and my hobbies and different the you know practicing gratitude and stuff like that but i also have learned to acknowledge that there's a lot of darkness in the world and that there's also darkness within me and there's things that need to that i need to address and like shine a light on and at least at the very least become aware of if not you know oh and and learn to like love those parts about myself instead of just focusing on oh i love that i'm a positive person <laughs> Yeah, those people are family. <laughs> but, you know, naturally, there's just this innate duality in this world. And, and so to think that there's only light is to be naive. Uh, you know, you have to sit with yourself and, and kind of assess what what you lack and, and, and how you can kind of put a spin on that to put yourself into a mindset where you're no longer lacking and you are grateful for everything that you have. At the same time, though, you have to acknowledge that there's always more work to be done. And, yeah. and more importantly, that <laughs> that there's, like, a version of you that, you know, you get to know over the over the years. <laughs> and then there's a version of you that you had no idea. And to kind of introduce yourself to yourself, in a way, mm. it's, it's a really scary experience. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think, I think now that, um, and, and that can be a positive thing. Um, you know, it can, it, the, I love what you said about maybe there's a part of yourself that you n- haven't really met yet or that you didn't really know about yet. And, um, the, I, I'm seeing that in myself that there's, you know, either it, whether it's, uh, confidence or hope, you know, whether it's a positive thing or a negative thing, um, which or, or I don't even really like to use those those words in this sense, but whatever it is, realizing that, oh, this is something that I like about myself that I never really uh, paid attention to, and this is something that maybe I was neglecting for a really long time and that I need to work on and maybe unpack this and, and figure out how to work with it in the future. Um, so what are some of the ways that you do you know, that you practice self-discovery and how do you, um, yeah, how, what are some of your, <laughs> what are some of your tricks? So, yeah, sure. One of my favorite is I like to play the why game and <laughs> to explain, it's like, let's just say that all of a sudden I start crying. I'll be like, okay, but why? And then, you know, I can, I continually ask myself why until, until I hit the root. When I hit the root cause, that's when I start unpacking. I, I don't necessarily start unpacking from the surface. First, I want to know what caused this seed in particular to germinate. And then from there, I'd like to know why. Why this is evoking some kind of emotional re- response that I'm here crying or, you know. And and from there, that's when I start doing the dirty work. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I like that a lot, the why game. Definitely, because if we were to just start unpacking from the surface, we'd have a really superficial kind of answer. And at this point, I'm not looking for superficial answers. I'm not looking for, oh, why are you crying? Because you're sad. No, there's more to it. Why am I sad? Oh, because, you know, uh, I'm I'm doing poor in school. Not not true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
no, no. Um, why? You know, because I can't concentrate. Why? Why can't I concentrate? Because, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then when you start getting to the, to the speed, I like to call it, you know, that's when you can change the, the genetics, you know, uh, of the tree. That's been, you get what I'm saying? That's when you can start to bioengineer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you can kind of, um, I, I think about that too, you know, why, why am I um, in pain? Why, am I, why do I feel heartbroken? Well, it's because this person, um, you know, because I don't feel loved. Well, why do I not feel loved? Because this one person, um, you know, doesn't want to be with me or uh, this relationship didn't work out. And, and then, you know, why is that? Right, and then it's like, yeah, why? Why is that, why is that relationship so important for you to hold on to? You get, yeah, exactly. You get what I'm saying. And then, and then you, you, you know, for me, you can say, um, and, and sometimes it just doesn't work out and it's not, it's like, and that is for the best for both people uh, and, or sometimes maybe even just for yourself, you know what I mean? That it's like, it just doesn't work out. And to know that, um, that, 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 that's okay. And to accept that a lot of times it's like, I find myself just not accepting things like, oh, well, this person didn't want to be with me or this relationship didn't work out or I left and I stayed too long and, you know, I feel disappointed in myself that I did that um, and I, like, sub tolerated or subjected myself to this for so long. And then um, you feel disappointed, but, like, you can also be, I can also be happy for myself that I got myself out of that situation. Um, so it's like, I feel like I'm in a therapy session right now with you, Gia. <laughs> kind of, yeah, but I like it. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but yeah, it's like, you know, you, you get to the root of it and you start thinking, okay, well, it's because I'm not accepting this or be, it's because the the lesson that I learned, maybe I still haven't learned it 100%. Um, and sometimes it's just accepting that, like, that, person that you're not a match for that person and that that's the best thing for you even though it's sad to leave and and start a new chapter yeah and and to build on that you know you can only attract things that are vibrating on your on your vibrational frequency and so when you when you begin to love yourself when you begin to see yourself in a different light rather than you know always putting yourself down um subjecting yourself to some kind of you know, criticism, then that's when you start attracting things that are good for the soul, not for the ego, you know? Uh, people, people begin to understand that they deserve respect when they start respecting themselves. Or There's no way that you would be able to attract it. That would do you. And here's where we had that little technological hiccup, so uh, I'm going to punch us back in here real quick. All right, we're back now. We had a connectivity issue because we're difficulty yeah we're we're going across time zones here and we're uh um we're making it happen though um so uh you were talking a little bit about how um attracting people into your life and different relationships that you've had where you didn't feel uh that you're treated right or that um you know you didn't respect yourself and and I, I feel the same way now. I feel like now that I'm really just fo trying to focus on myself and love and appreciate myself and respect myself as much as I can. Could you share a little bit more about what you were talking about? Yeah. So like I said, you know, I've had my fair share of relationships, but I feel like with each, I was definitely in a different 
mental state. And for that reason, each relationship that I've had was completely different. So, you know, as the relationship that I'm in now, as I grew closer to it, (laughs) to meeting this specific person, I think that I, I did more and more work where where I had um, to just accept the fact that, you know what, maybe, maybe I'll end up alone one day. Maybe, maybe I don't need anybody. And when I, when I actually started getting comfortable with that concept, you know, like, for example, this is kind of embarrassing, but, you know, I met my boyfriend at McDonald's, right? Because, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so I need, like, some extra money on the side on the weekend, right? So I'm like, why not McDonald's? And he also works there sometimes. Uh-huh. And I was just taking orders, and boom, I saw him, and I was like, uh-huh. Um, it's not- <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I definitely did not look my best in my McDonald's uniform. I had a hairnet on. It, it was Valentine's Day, and I was lonely. I was not in a good mood. And ta-da! Um, <laughs> I didn't make any, um, so I didn't make any, you know, dating profiles or anything. I wasn't, like, uh, trying so hard to really catch anyone's eye. I was just doing me. And I think that is when you're going to find someone who really compliments you as opposed to, you know, being desperate in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, 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 yeah, instead of like looking for it, it's like, you're just doing your own thing and, and it happens. And, uh, almost when you least expect it when you're working at McDonald's with a hairnet on. <laughs> oh, exactly. I definitely was not expecting that. <laughs> so that's a story I'll never forget. But exactly. You see in the movies how, you know, there's always this popular girl. She's always looking her best. And, you know, the girl who's in the back of class, quiet, studying, ends up getting him in the end. Why? Because she's not trying to get him. She's just doing her. And if you think about it, it really does pertain to everyday life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's essentially like, you know, law of attraction in, in, so yeah, I used to think like when I was really getting into law of attraction, I would, I would try to focus on things like gratitude and positive energy and positive thoughts and stuff like that. And yeah, it, it would attract good things into my life, but at the core, there were other parts of me that were insecure and, um, you know, even though, even though I was very confident in like putting stuff out on Instagram and sharing things, you know, stuff like that, there were parts of me about other aspects of my life where I was insecure or just unsure. And, uh, now as I've become more confident in those areas, um, or at least I see where I need to start working on, um, just addressing those things. And, um, I'm starting to, I, I've realized that like you attract what you are, the energy that you're putting out. And that comes from like the core of your being of like, I'm happy with me. I'm comfortable with me. I'm good to go. Like, let's, let's make this happen. You know what I, Or, you know, or not, not, not even let's make this happen, but just like, I'm happy with me. So so I don't care if it happens. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get there, though. <laughs> Very, I agree with you. I'm still not there. But uh, you were saying, you know, you can only attract um, things that resonate with the energy that you're emitting. But something I've come to find is that it's it's not even entirely that. What we see in front of us, the, the same Earth, that there are 8 billion different versions of the same exact moment. You only attract what you are like what what i am inside is is what i see on the outside Mm. 
it's it's crazy but i remember a period of time where i absolutely despised myself and i'd wake up you know hating to start the day i'd wake up feeling like everything was a routine like like what's the point and one day i said just why like what why can i why am i like this and so that's when i started digging and then i said hmm, maybe there's more to what i'm just seeing Maybe there's a second, a third, a fourth layer that mm. I need to be in a certain state of mind to appreciate. And how do I get there? Because damn, Dimension One sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 That's true. Yeah, it's it's interesting when you're with P. You know, uh, I love what you said about how they're like every moment has like eight billion different versions of it because everybody is seeing whatever's happening in a a completely different way based Mm -hmm. off of their perspective. And, uh, you know, I mean, I guess like a simpler example would be like, you know, you can watch a movie and one person can think that it's beautiful and the other person can think that it's shit because of your perspective. You know, one person thinks that, oh my God, that's just like a beautiful work of like cinematic art. And the other person thinks that it's horrible because of the way that you look at it. Not only that, but... Think about the priming. For example, if I told you, oh, Wes, you have to watch this movie. It's literally the best cinematic production I've seen. You would go into it thinking, oh, shit, this is going to be a good movie. But if I told you, you know, there's really no point of watching this, like, uh, I don't know, maybe if you're bored one day and you want to look into it, you would also go into that state of mind, like, no way this could be a good movie. It, It has a lot to do with priming. So how you wake up, the mindset that you're in, in the beginning of the day, I can promise you that it's going to carry out until, you know, there's so much around you there's so much energy that people are feeding you that you really have to sift through and and carefully pick out which ones you are going to let influence you yeah yeah oh for sure and sometimes you know i'm i fall prey to this too i'm unaware of the things that are influencing me um you know on 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 a regular basis like Uh, sometimes I, you know, I watch something, I try to be intentional about it, but sometimes a a situation will happen that it, that I will let it affect me for the rest of the day. Um, you know, whether it's like getting cut off in traffic, that's always like the simplest example or something not, not going right at work or, um, a conversation that you had with somebody and how that is, how I'm not letting that pass through my experience. I'm like holding on to it. Um, I, I'm trying to learn to let go, Gia. <laughs> I actually have a really, really good book for you that I'm going to recommend to you when this is over. But you have to promise me you're going to read it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I love to read. Um, uh, I read a lot. And like, it's interesting because now I'm, um, you know, back around the time that I met you, all of this like spirituality, law of attraction, positive mindset type stuff was pretty new to me. Um, and just even I idea, very simple ideas, like your perspective is your reality, like stuff like that was really starting to sink into me. And, uh, then I went through a weird phase where things seemed to be kind of like at a standstill. Like I was kind of um, spiritually, not spiritually bankrupt, I would say. Flatlined. What? what flatlined. Spiritually yes. flatlined. Yes, flatlined. Like nothing new was, I, I wasn't reading any, uh, you know, I would read books, but 
they wouldn't hit me as much as some of the other books that I've read, like The Power of Now. And, um, you know, I, I was just kind of like, eh, you know, this really isn't happening. And now, uh, during this quarantine, um, I've been into it again. I feel that kind of magic around self-discovery and the spirituality again. And that's been really exciting. And I talked to one of my friends about that last night and he's like, that's probably because like you're going through a time of transformation where everything seems really unclear right now. You know, I'm moved into a new place. I'm by myself. I have this new job. I don't know when I'm going to be going back to my office to work. Um, and I don't know, you know, I'm wide open as far as like relate love and relationships go. And, uh, there's a lot of possibilities and it feels just kind of magical again. You know what I mean? Do you, do you ever do. feel that way? Uh, yes, definitely. Many a times. Um, but we need to understand that the only way to kind of end this internal suffering is to let go. You need to surrender to whatever plan, you know. Uh, have you ever heard of the term soul contract? Yes. Right. So before you're even conceived, you kind of have already determined what you'd like to experience in this lifetime. And, you know, in the moment while we're going through it, you're probably like, hmm, why on earth did I sign up for this? Uh, but, you know, we are souls with some kind of avatar dictating, you know, tangible actions. I guess. Like, our body is tangible, period. Our soul, it's infinite. So the fact that your soul knew what was in your best interest before you were even conceived, that's beautiful. Uh, and I think a lot of times we question, why did I want this? Like, what's the point of this? Uh, are you are you sure universe you're sure that this is what you want me to do and it's like can you just trust me like i can promise you you don't know more than me and you're like hmm, what if i do maybe maybe you didn't think this through and it's like all right so get back to me when you watch this all unfold and realize i was right that is a really hard process to surrender and just let life work out how it's supposed to work out but it's a definite must yes yes i i agree with that and even though i feel like I don't a hundred percent know what my soul soul contract is yet. Um, you know, I don't, I know that I'm, I, I guess even though you don't know, it's trusting that the lessons that I'm learning are part of that. And, um, I was just talking on the episode, uh, a couple episodes back now. Um, it's not, it's, I haven't posted it yet, <laughs> so don't go looking for it today. But like, it's <laughs> no with, spoiler alert. Yeah, it's with um, Kevin McCullough, but by the time this, by the time I post this episode, it'll be out. So um, mm -hmm. he talked about, you know, wh why are we doing things, um, are we doing things that are not, um, that don't line up with our truth? And I feel like um, I have had experience experiences where I've had more experiences where I've done things that didn't line up with my truth. And then I've had experiences where I felt like, yes, this is my truth. This is like totally aligned with who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And this is like working and everything seems to be clicking and money is coming and awesome people are coming into my life. And, you know, uh, I'm getting the attention of a lot of people and this is exciting and you feel like you're on the right path. And then a year or two later that, part starts to go away and, and, and it's, it's like, it doesn't resonate with your truth anymore. And I asked him about that. You know, if you feel like, uh, we come into this world with a truth or, a, um, or a soul and that our soul is like leading us, but we as human beings are just getting in the way of it. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and is that, is that what you're kind of saying? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. There's, there's, uh, our soul who knows what we need and there's our ego that is like, no, but I want it. I want it. I want it. It's kind of like, like a kid at a candy shop, but I want this. I want this. Okay. But lollipops cause cavities yes they taste good but you cannot eat 30 a day (laughs) (laughs) Uh, maybe maybe 20 (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) but you get it like we want this and that uh okay for example oh i really want to go to this party and get shit face wasted you know and you end up not going Because let's just say, you know, your friend really needs you. She's crying and you need to be there to tend to her. And yeah, it's a bummer. You can't go to that party because uh, your friend's all gross. But you end up not going. And little do you know, like, the people who were there started a fight. And shit got really out of hand. And if you would have been there, you could have been involved. You got what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to just trust that you are meant to be where you are at the time that you're there. You can't wonder, but what if I was here? But what if I was here? No, there's a reason that you were not there. There's a reason that some other source was calling your name. Uh, you got to just trust. Yes, yes. I uh, I have an interesting story about that. I was at a, a, a show one time. My friend was playing a show here in St. Louis, and it just had a... Uh, it was okay. It was a, It was a good time for the most part, but it started getting really late, and you know, I go to bed pretty early, so <laughs> it was <laughs> getting really 6 late. PM. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that early, but it was getting late <laughs> for me. And I was like, man, I think I need to leave. Something kept telling me I needed to leave. And, um, so I just kind of did an, I, an Irish goodbye and I didn't say goodbye to anybody. I just walked out and, uh, a little bit the next morning I got a, um, a text message from my friend whose show it was. And he, he said, that there was a fight, a fight broke out and pretty much everybody in there was like, you know, freaking out. It was scary. And it happened. It must've happened like right after I left. And you're just Um, like, can't relate. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, well, at first I, I, I realized I was like, I'm glad I left when I did because I didn't, I don't like to be around stuff like that. But, um, secondly, like I, I was, I think I learned a little bit about intuition you know when you feel like something's not right um, it's not right (laughs) yeah yeah like listen to that and move on and um there's been multiple times in my life uh, as I've looked back now where I've heard that intuition that voice that's like this needs to change this needs to change um and and or this isn't right and I've ignored it and sooner or later it eventually ends up, (laughs) yeah, it it eventually ends up, it'll either not work out the way that I wanted because every time that I've rejected that intuition or ignored it, it would backfire and not turn out the way that I wanted it to. Or, you know, if I, if I would be like, Oh, this feels wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, or if I, um, you know, went back to like, uh, you know, the, if I just held on and didn't surrender and didn't say like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to move on from this thing. Like eventually I would be forced to move on or something. Forced, would happen. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Or something would happen where it was like, I would get fed up and I would be like, I can't deal with this anymore. There's time for a change. 
And uh, most of the time, it was my ego getting in the way. And even with, um, you know, I, I just posted an episode about this too, like not letting myself be happy about certain things because of guilt or other people's opinions uh, or what you think they might think or, or fear of judgment or rejection, all that stuff that's very, very real. It, and it still is there for me, but I just have to remember that for the most part, it's in my head. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, another thing that you just made me think of was the term energy vampires. There are so many people who are literally programmed to get in our way. And it's kind of our job to be like, you know what? I'm not going to let this person derail me from my path. Uh, you know, there are people who are meant to wake up in this lifetime and there are people who are meant to be sleeping and, and neither is good or bad. They, they just are what they are. At the same time, I feel like uh, a lot of light workers, a lot of people who are waking up, beginning to wake up are like, no, but I could fix this person. I could fix this person. I could wake them up completely disregarding the fact that they are not meant to wake up. We're like, it, we, we get stuck on it because we, we just want to fix everybody. At the same time, the only way to fix uh, the masses is to heal yourself. People, if they are meant to wake up, people will see what you're doing and be like, wow, I, I need to start getting on this. I, I want to be like that too. You can't force someone. You can only lead the horse to the water. You can't force them to drink it. Yes, yes. And uh, when I first, when I going, when I really got on this self discovery, self personal growth journey, um, I felt the same way. Like I was, um, like I, I wanted to tell everyone about this and I wanted it to sink in for them as much as it has sunken in for me. And I had to realize that it's not, that's, that's just not going to be the same for everybody that people have to come to conclusions on their own. Um, a friend of mine talks about, uh, the acronym for love is letting others voluntarily evolve. And (laughs) I, and I really, really love that because I used to get so frustrated at like my friends and my family and people that were close to me, if they didn't, get it I was like but no like you know the universe and the power of now and there's only this moment and you know there's nothing else outside of your mind that really exists like in what you're giving your attention to is like what is coming to you all the time and then it's coming to you so you're giving it more attention I was like I was freaking out because people weren't getting it and like (laughs) yeah yeah it, it really did feel like that and once I kind of got to the point where I was like, everybody grows at their own pace. Everybody like lives and learns at their own pace. That really, um, like helped me just kind of, and it helped me accept that, um, people are where they're at and that, you know, you, not everybody is meant to be on the same path, you know? Um, and, and once I, that kind of sunk in for me, I was like, okay, well, this is my path and I love my path. And it's, um, or, or I guess in like Buddhism, they would call it like your Dharma or, or whatever, you know, but yeah, I full path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but like, I'm, I'm, this is my path and everybody else is on their different path and I can still tell people about this stuff, but there's no use in getting frustrated when they don't get it. Exactly. And a perfect, a perfect example of that would be like you and I, you know, there is a large age gap, uh, 
And I could bet you that a lot of people your age still do not realize things that I have, you know, been familiarizing myself with these concepts for a while. Uh, everyone is completely different. And you could compare this to like, this is a bad analogy, but like expiration dates, right? Like yes. with food and whatnot. Yes. Like there is going to be a point where you are so fed up when like the shit you've been doing just, it, it expires. And it's like, you got to change, like fresh enough. <laughs> what are we going to do to kind of, bring some joy into this moment right now uh and you know for me i oddly enough i feel like that happened for me at like 14 i could promise you that's not a common occurrence (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i don't don't know something something struck me and it was like one you're an indigo child two you have a mission and three you better get started but then again there are people who are well on their way to you know their second time around who have still not come to terms with even a, a fraction of the concepts I've already graduated from. Yeah. And there's no there's no trying to force someone to understand what you have already familiarized yourself so well with because, like I said, different programming. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, with knowing some of the thing, these things that you know and being emotionally intelligent and, you know, spiritually wise and stuff like that, like... How does that affect your relationships with other people your age that may, that haven't arrived at that point yet? Mm, to be honest with you, I have one friend. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Um, and, oh my god, I have one friend. Like my my phone messages are so dry. Like I, I don't go looking to hang out with anybody. I've never been to a single party. I've never done anything that you know people my age. Uh, like I don't smoke I don't drink I don't party I don't do any of that why because I don't know I don't fit in but I'm not trying to fit in and I'm very proud of all that I've achieved like (laughs) stuff that brings me I guess the same kind of chemical reaction that people get when they smoke or drink like for me that's kind what what brings me that same reaction would be like (laughs) would be like listening to a law of attraction subliminal all alone in my room like yeah (laughs) me myself and i i I just i just don't find any kind of gratification off of doing stuff that i feel a lot of uh, people my age would spend their time doing but at the same time i see life for for something completely different Mm. than what a lot of people not only my age but in general see it as so i i i'm here for a mission whereas people are, are just living life to live it I'm living life to change it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that resonates with me a little bit for sure. I feel like I'm here for a higher purpose than what my job is and what, you know, um, like just to pay bills and die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> life is a bitch, then you die. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm on, um, I, I feel like I'm on a, a, journey (laughs) yeah yeah and and it's yeah it has no there's no end goal there's no finish line and but i i do feel like i'm i'm here to help people and that's why i keep doing this these these podcasts and that's why i keep posting stuff on instagram and and sharing some of these things that i've learned because i do feel like i just feel called to do it and uh for a while i was you know, I felt like maybe there was some kind of, I got a little mixed up in like, there was maybe some kind of, and maybe there is at some point, like maybe I can do this kind of work for a living, 
Um, mm, I was thinking that too, but then it's like, what if I can't? What if I end up being broke? What if I'm like one of those fortune tellers, like you know, who like gets one customer per for <laughs> <per> three years? <laughs> I'm I mean, really scared, but I also kind of want to do something in the spiritual realm. But then again, you know, there there are not very many people who even acknowledge the fact that what we're experiencing. It, is actuality they're like hmm, maybe maybe you need a nap maybe you should drink some tea um, no i'm evolving let me do what i'm doing uh, yeah well it's yeah a lot of people want to um kind of they think these things are too woo woo or like that they're a little bit too out there but you know that's their perspective and not ours and i do think that there is there is a certain amount of people now that um, and especially if you're listening to this podcast there's a certain amount of people now that are waking up and that are seeking this material out and this kind of content out. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking like now I see everyone posting spiritual things on Instagram and whatnot about discovering your, your inner truth. And I'm just like, but where were you guys when this wasn't cool? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely become some like, it's definitely become cool and, and, uh, and trendy in a way. But I think that like, you Maybe know, it was meant to be trendy. Maybe this is what, you know, is going to get people to do the work that they've been kind of postponing. I hope so. I hope so. You know, it's, it's a, it's a weird, it's not easy. Um, this kind of stuff, it, you know, uh, I was listening to, uh, a podcast, a different podcast, Duncan Trussell. I've been listening to a lot of his podcasts and, um, he talked about how like, being spiritual doesn't mean that you're happy all the time. Like being in touch with your spirituality doesn't mean that like life is all simple and it's easy and I'm just full of joy and I'm bound. uh, Yeah. I'm a very joyful, happy, energetic person. And, um, you know, uh, I, I, but, and that shines through in me, even when I'm going through bouts of anxiety and depression, you probably never know because I'm, just on the outside, I'm happy. That's kind of my disposition. Same here. You know? Yes, I have anxiety, depression, and OCD. Uh-oh. Triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I, I would say the biggest thing that I've struggled with over the last few years is anxiety more than anything. How are things... The the thing that just that gets in my head is, how are you going to handle this? How are things going to work out? How, what are people... What are people thinking is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And, and even though you... you on the outside looking in, you would be like, oh man, this guy seems like he's got his shit together. Like he seems confident. He's putting out these podcasts and stuff. Like I, even after this podcast, like once it's out, I I will listen to us talking. I will produce it, edit it, get a little graphic together and post it. And I will still, and I'll feel comfortable with it. And then once it's out into the world, I'll start feeling like, oh my God, I bet so-and-so is listening and what are they saying and how are they judging this? Or maybe they're not listening because they think that I'm just a stupid shithead and like, you know, and yeah. how, how are they judging me? And, uh, that, I think, I think we should title state. this um, podcast, the art of not giving a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> no, really, I've learned just not to care. I am one of the biggest weirdos I know and I just don't care. <laughs> Because who cares if I care? You know, they want me to care, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's, 
I'm learning not to care. I'm, uh, I really am. And the more that I'm starting to learn not to care, especially as, you know, being a 37-year-old grown man and showing emotions. And I, I'm not going to lie. I cry. I cry almost every day, but not... Me in, too. <laughs> not, not in a depressed, like, I'm sad way. A lot of times it's because... I'm touched by a song or a movie or a podcast or some a text that I got that I get from someone or sometimes I am sad and something uh, happens that makes me sad and and like now I'm gonna do what you do uh, is I'm gonna ask myself why but you ask yourself why and you get to the root of the problem and it still makes you sad and and that's okay and and the beauty of of crying and letting that emotion out whatever it is whether it's sadness or, um, or feeling moved or touched, uh, you know, in some, in some kind of way is that you're letting that emotion pass through. And I, I spent so many years holding those emotions in and they would come out, they would eventually like bottle up and come out as like anger or rage. Uh, and, you know, I would have all these emotions inside and they would all like, uh, you know, mix together. <laughs> they would what? They would mutate. Yeah, yeah, they would mutate. And then something that my wife would say would make me so... The littlest thing would, like, put me over the edge or something like a traffic jam would make me so upset and I'd get angry and I'd be mad. And now I've found so much more uh, comfort and um, joy in loving, like, the sadness and being like, okay, I'm just sad right now and I'm going to just be sad and I know it's going to pass and I'm going to cry and work with it and get through it. And then I'll be okay. <laughs> and, and I'm not afraid to show that to other men, you know, that are like, that might be dealing with the same thing. It's, you know, that of, of feeling like they can't show emotion because society has taught us that we're not You're allowed 100% to. Right. So many men are scared to even show the tiniest bit of, you know, sadness, because, you know, they're supposed to be quote-unquote manly, but what happened to being human? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all human, we all have emotions, and, like, it, it's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, it, it really is true, and uh, we've just been taught that by society, is that Conditioned, like, even. Yeah, yeah, that you're, you know, you need to be the strong, silent type, and don't show emotion, because that's weak, and if women show emotion, then they're crazy and they're overreacting. And that's all just, it's all just bullshit. You know, it's all just stuff that we've been taught. That's, um, not true. And I, I think, do you think we're kind of getting, do you, are you seeing like a transformation or an evolution, like in the, in the collective of society that that's changing now? I do actually. We're, we're definitely becoming a lot more understanding, um, of the fact that what, what makes us all related is the fact that we are human, not the fact that I'm a girl and you're a boy, not the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm on this coast and you're on that coast. It is, it, like, these are all discrepancies. What we need to understand is that we are all interlinked. Uh, everything that I do will eventually affect you. For example, I don't know, I, I had this random, random thought the other day, and here it goes. <laughs> no, let's hear it. No, it's really stupid, but, but hear me out. Like, we, we, okay, we can, to make my, my thought a little less um, insane, I'll, I'll use a more logical example. But uh, 
if I get into a car accident, now there's a jam on, you know, now there's a traffic jam. And now the person behind me misses class. And now his attendance is, you know, let's just say not perfect anymore because of my accident. And so he no longer has this perfect attendance record. So when he gets home, he cries and his mother starts scolding him. And yeah. then, you know, she starts arguing with his dad about, it doesn't matter. The, the point is all of this spurred from something I did. And, and, you know, that, that was just my example with one person behind me in this metaphorical freeway. But what about the other person behind him and the other, you get what I'm saying? All because of something that I did. It's true. It, it, it's true. It's it. it uh, I have a lot of things that I like. I have a lot of thoughts about that. Like, it can be that, and there's a lot of like. I think that that's really important to think about because you you have to you're thinking about the ways that what you're doing it how, how what you're doing and how it's affecting other people. So what I'm saying is basically, as I become more accepting. Uh, it might inspire someone, <laughs> someone discreetly watching, and then that person is going to go home and you know promote mm. promote the same concepts I'm I'm trying to. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Kind of like you never know how you're making a difference in some way. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. And back to what you were saying, I forgot to mention, but what you were saying about how even even crying is is a form of progress, emotional progress. Mm. Uh, if you resist, it will persist. And that's just something I've always lived by. I- I'm no longer resisting the urge to cry. If you're like, oh my God, you're such a crybaby. Like, not nah, chill. I'm a spiritual gangster. Ah! <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, because how many people are scared to cry, right? I'm over here like, yeah, I cry every night. <laughs> Joke's on you. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's uh, it's okay to be sensitive, and it's okay to to feel. It actually feels really, really good to feel. Um, those, those, <laughs> it feels good to feel. Yeah, yeah, it, it's very, it's a catharsis. To, I mean, how beautiful is it that we have emotions, and and how uh, we're able to empathize. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could talk about that. Are are you an empath? I am. Yeah. Oh, me too. Like. Um, Almost to the point where, so I feel very deeply about things that happen to me and that, like, I have pretty thick skin, but like, you know, I, I feel deeply also when I feel emotions. So it's not just like, oh, that made, that like, you know, made me a little sad. It like made me, yeah, a, me it, too. it, it made agree. me a lot sad, but it also took like, it has to be something that's like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, well, I I, don't I think a... I might get what you're saying. Like, if if I'm sad and I kind of just brush it off to the side, and I'm I'm now holding on to that sadness, the next day something else kind of makes me sad again, and so it keeps balling up, balling up, balling up, and until one day, like you were saying, someone says something even slightly triggering, and yes. you explode. Uh, rather than you know taking that little bit of sadness that you had on day one and just facing it. Yeah. You know, and, and then it disappears. And then the next day when you get sad again, you face it and it disappears. We're no longer like making this emotional rubber band ball where one day you, you put on that last rubber band and elastic just. Pff, yeah. Yeah. It's well, and 
I, 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 that's definitely what I, what I'm getting at. And like, I, I also feel like I have a pretty thick skin, so it has to be like a lot to some things like won't hurt me that would hurt other people. Mm-hmm. Like, but when something does hurt me or does make me, feel, it hurts you good. It hurts me good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like, and I really, really feel it. And the same thing with happiness. When something makes me really happy, I'm like, I, I seriously want to explode and like just jump in the air and play air guitar and like run all over the place. Um, <laughs> but, but I had to realize, and they told me, people have been, my parents have told me that I, that, um, I've had empathy ever since I was a little kid and mm-hmm. I didn't never understood what that meant. And then when I got older, so I pushed away my emotions for a really long time because I felt like that was being strong. And then about three or four years ago, I started realizing, oh, a lot of these emotions aren't mine. These are other people's emotions that I'm picking up on like a frequency and exactly. I'm carrying like a, like them with me. And it, after I hang out with this friend or like, you know, when I did career coaching, I, when I would hang out with a friend or, or a client and they would be in a, a really rough position where their job was like beating them down and they felt really like um, defeated, they would leave that meeting and I would, that feeling would transfer to me and I would be holding on to this feeling of like defeatedness and like, um, feeling bad and, and once I had to, to carry uh, other people's burdens and yes tired. yes I totally do that and now that I've realized even with everything that's going on with this coronavirus uh or things that happened with like the Ahmad Arbery um case the other day like I was holding everyone's anger and frustration and um like madness and I just I, oh, it was, it's just so heavy for me sometimes. And I have to either let it out by releasing some kind of emotion, which is kind of hard right now because I'm by myself, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. living alone or, you know, or, so I just cry it out or, um, I have to just be aware of like, this is not my emotion. I'm picking up on other people. This is my empathy. I call them empathy flare ups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my empathy is just really, really on point today. And it's like, um, making me feel too much of other people's emotions. Do you have the same condition? I do. Yeah, this is, this is why I, I don't do parties. I don't do gatherings. Like if I uh, if I am going to, I guess uh, meet up with someone. It, to be honest with you, it is it is usually like a video call or like <laughs> I don't I don't really do like face to face things because I kind of like have to protect my energy always or you know I. I don't know. I'm I'm very protective with my own energy because I am very sensitive to picking up on other people's emotions. Yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. And even just not, not even, it doesn't have to be somebody that I spent time with for a significant amount of time. It can yeah, be like 10 seconds and now I'm depressed because you're depressed. <laughs> oh yeah. It can just be the general and just even the general collective vibe of the day. You know, you wake up in the morning and you just feel, man, something's bothering me today. I, uh, I have a friend, he's been on my podcast before and he's talked about that too, where some days he just wakes up and feels the, the burden of humanity. (laughs) Yes. That sounds crazy, but I can actually relate. (laughs) I can relate too. I can relate too. Um, Some days I just wake up and I'm like, today's not the day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I have no idea why. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Um, well, uh, 
Gianna, this was awesome. Um, I, I love talking with you. I could talk to you for hours. Um, uh, <laughs> where can people find you? You're on Instagram. It's, um, at indeflow underscore Gia, right? Yes. Because I am in the flow. She's in that flow, baby. <laughs> A lot of people are like, what does your name even mean? I'm like, read it out loud. <laughs> well, and it's also like indigo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually how I first came up with it because yeah. I'm an indigo child. Yes. you. So, yeah. If somebody ever asked me what is an indigo child, I would just point them to your Instagram. Please do. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, maybe we could do a, an, an episode on that one time, like what it means to be an indigo child because yes. um, there was there's a whole – episode on vice about um indigo children and um it's really really, really yeah. i definitely have to look into that yeah it's really interesting it's on hbo um mm. so check it out uh and yeah you know i think that um i that resonates with me a little bit i don't know if i am one or not but you definitely are come on ah! <laughs> i could tell you that in like a heartbeat <laughs> thank you um, I definitely feel that sometimes I, I know, I, I know I'm an empath and like, you know, it, I, I also want to just say that like, I respect you because this living this type of life, being an empath, living, t- following the spiritual path, it's just, it's not easy. And, um, I feel like a lot of times people don't understand me. <laughs> Yeah, because we're speaking in like, we're, oh my God, we're like speaking in another language. Yeah, it feels like it sometimes. It feels like mm-hmm. it. And, um, you know, and that's, I, that's not, I, I don't mean that in a pretentious way at all either. Like, oh, well, yeah. you wouldn't understand. It's more of just like, I like literally, I don't know how to convey this to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, it's like, I don't feel like certain people connect with me and I don't connect with them and their energy and like. I don't feel like they understand certain things that I'm talking about or maybe they do, but it doesn't resonate with them in the same way. And that's okay, but it's, but it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just feel, I have felt very, I don't want to say, I, I feel similar to you in the way that you say, you know, you, you don't fit in or you feel like you don't fit in. I've, I more say it as like, I've, I've always felt misunderstood. I've always felt like there's very few people who get me. Um, and the people that do, um, like on a very deep level, like, like I know a lot of people I have, uh, I live in St. Louis and I hosted these networking events here for uh, several years. And so a lot of people got to know who I am and I've been doing this podcast for a long time and I went on the warp tour for, um, one summer and like, so I know a lot of people through the music industry and stuff like that too. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like I have a lot of friends in that way, but when it comes to people who are small tribe. Yes. It's very small people that are like truly understand me and that get me and that I feel like love me unconditionally. That group of people is very small. Um, mm-hmm. and, and there are very few, um, like I'm not hiring for those positions right now. <laughs> <laughs> same here, same here. <laughs> but, um, I appreciate you so much. Um, uh, I love seeing you pop up on my Instagram. Even, you know, I love, uh, you're a singer as well. You have an amazing voice. Thank you. <laughs> I loved that. You did a cover of that tonight, a live song that I posted. Uh, I did. Yes. I, I really love that song. It's yeah. Really yeah. I met her. Um, she's from Australia, the, well, their, their band, but the singer, I met her when they came to St. Louis and 
got to talk to her and she's really into all these things that we're talking about of consciousness and um, spirituality and stuff and she's vegan and all that and um, she's really cool um, and then I love even just some of the <laughs> some of the videos that you post of your family like doing stuff in New York <laughs> <laughs> my family is insane <laughs> please help me <laughs> I, I just, I know I, I love whenever you post just funny videos cause it's, it's a different perspective than like, I live in the Midwest, so it's a different perspective than I have a couple friends in New York, but it's a different perspective than me. So <laughs> I, I like, I like seeing what you guys are up to. No crazies in St. Louis. Oh, there's a few crazies, but <laughs> <laughs> New York, New York is just a different world, you know? You're hundred percent right. So. Uh, well, Gianna, I uh, hope you have a great day. Um, I'll, I'll probably you. put this up uh, a week from tomorrow, so a week from Monday. Okay, next yeah. next, next Monday. <laughs> yeah, so I'll let you know um, maybe that, yeah, so next Monday, um, maybe we could do like a live uh, for, you know, a few minutes and, Ooh, and good idea, good idea. talk about stuff and that could kind of like push it out a little bit more and people could ask okay. us questions if they want to, so. Sounds good. Thank you for having this conversation. I feel like I actually needed it. Oh, I did too. I did too. I was actually kind of having a bum day. I didn't get to, it's Mother's Day. I didn't get to see my mom and, you know, it's kind of a bummer. Well, day, it's a good day now. Every yeah. day is a good day yeah, if you want it sure. to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So awesome. All right. Much love, thank Gia. You, yeah. Thank you. Have a good day. Okay.